Boy, it has been a while since I've been in the pulpit, but it, it is so good. You know, uh, I had time alone. I know the Lord knows what he's doing, and uh, he uh, was able to uh, take my family away from me all week, and, and sometimes that's not a good thing, but this week was a, it was a good thing because the Lord knew that uh, I needed that time alone to, to study his word and to meditate in his word. And, boy, when, I, when you go to meditating uh, in God's word, uh, you know, he filled me with so much. We, we're not going to have time today to stay here to listen to all of it. But if the spirit moves, we'll just be here till uh, he quits moving. Amen. Yeah. But uh, it was good. And, and uh, you know, all, all, all I could hear all week and really, really this morning was, uh, he, you know, he was speaking. I, I didn't hear him in an audible voice, but he speaks mainly through his word. And so that little uh, hunch, uh, hunch that I have in my spirit, he said, Larry, he said, just preach the word. He said, Larry, just preach the word. And he kept saying, Larry, just preach the word. And, and I, I remember when uh, in the story of young Timothy, uh, when he was getting started into his ministry and, and Paul, you know, as his mentor. And, uh, you know, I have some uh, uh, mentors. And, and uh, you know, uh, Paul told uh, Timothy, just preach the word. You see, because I, I want to tell you, there is power in the Word. And the power that comes from the Word, you see, there's power in the Word, whether you believe it or whether you don't. But to, uh, to bring the power to life, it, it comes with us believing the Word. And, you know, uh, Brother Brown shared, shared that uh, story about the, about the baptism, and the baptism uh, comes to so we can be edified and, and the anointing comes so that it, it can enable us. And, you see, I couldn't be up here today if I didn't have the anointing. And, and uh, you know, I covet the prayers as uh, Brother Jojo was uh, praying this morning for me, and I believe on the laying on of hands. And I've I said before that uh, there's a lot of people that I wouldn't want to lay hands on me, but if, if you perceive them to be godly men, I want them to lay hands on me, and I covet those prayers. And I'm thankful, you know, for that. And you see, uh, as I come in this morning, uh, Brother Larry was uh, back there at the door, and he was like the girls uh, uh, dancing across the parking lot to come to church. You see, I'm not a cheerleader, but I believe that that's the way that we ought to come. And, and to set, to, for us to be set apart is to go out of here, not just keep, keep it in here and contain it because you, you, you can't contain what you can't control. And you see... I can't control the spirit that lives in me because, you see, I feed this spirit, and I feed this spirit with, Paul said, just preach the word. I feed this spirit with the word. And, you see, whatever tiger you feed, that's the tiger that's going to grow. And, you see, I want to talk to you something today about the word and about the flesh. If you feed the things of the flesh, that's what's going to grow. If you feed that tiger called the spirit, that's what's going to grow. I remember a story of, of a girl going to church one day, and she had two kids back there, and one was younger and one was older, and they, they were fussing and, and fighting on the way, way to church. And uh, I know that happens a, a lot of the times. That's just where we let the enemy get in. But as they were fussing and fighting, she, she turned around and she said, Bradley, you sit down and you shut up. Well... You see, he was right, and he was the younger brother, and he's getting picked on by the older brothers. And uh, so he knew that he was right, and, and, and he sat down on the outside, but he told his mother, he said, Mom, I may be sitting down on the outside, he said, but I'm standing up on the inside. And you see, I, I believe, I believe when we get a hold of the, of the Word and when we get a hold of the Spirit, you see, I was that old frozen chosen, and, and you don't have to be a happy clappy, but you don't have to wait till you get to heaven to understand what the Pentecost are so excited about. Yes. You see, it's because you feed that spirit. 
you feed that spirit, you feed it the word. And once again, you see, that was the flesh that, we, that I was talking about of him sitting down, but he knew he was right. And you see, we as Christians, when we know we're right in the word, you see, once again, we have our religious liberties and we have our civil liberties. And I'm telling you, when the word comes in, you don't let someone say that you can't pray in Jesus' name. Amen? Because you see, as a believer and the word that's in, in us, in his name is where we have that authority. And you see, you are a child of God. And I'm telling you, when you feed the spirit with that, when you feed the spirit, your spirit, your born again spirit, God didn't born you. You see, most of us in here have been born again. Yes. Brother Lee Brown's been born again. I've been born, born again. But you see, it was of the spirit, the flesh. Everybody that knows me, they still see that, that flesh. But you see, it's a spirit that we have to have to feed, and and when we feed we feed that spirit, we will grow in the grace and the knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ, and we can stand up for what we believe in. I'm I'm tired of seeing people fall. You see, and I've said before, once again, I'm excited about being here in an assembly. Uh, I don't want to call it the church because when I call it the church, people get to thinking about a building. You see, we're we're a family. We're a family of God, and we have the Spirit of God living in us. And we understand that as he was the son of God, we are son of God. We are heirs and joint heirs through Christ Jesus, through Christ Jesus. And I'm telling you, when you get that in, the, in your spirit, you can't be a frozen chosen any, anymore. And when you, when you feed that, when you keep feeding that spirit, you keep feeding that tiger, I'm telling you, it'll stand up and it'll stand up in the anointing and it'll stand up in the truth of God's word. And so, you know, I'm going I'm to get... <laughs> I'm going to get to the text in a minute, but I'm going to do it just backwards from what everybody else does. They always bring it out in the front, and I'm going to bring it out in the rear. That's just how I am. You see, our ways are not God's ways. But, but once again, I'm speak, I want to speak to that inner man today. I want you to be able to comprehend the truth. Because, you see, I see so many people that, once again, they listen to a message, but they can't comprehend the truth because they're trying to listen to it in the flesh. And I'm going to share with some things uh, here in a minute. In, in God's Word, where God says he, he, he deems all this stuff of the world, the knowledge of the world, what you learn in the universities, that's feeding the, the mind. And see, when we become born again, he, he said, you know, be ye uh, not conformed to the patterns of, of the world, but be transformed by the renewing of your minds. So how do we renew the minds but with the Word? He said, just preach the Word. We renew the minds with the Word of God, and when we renew the minds with the Word of God, and God said the things of the world are foolishness, we start believing the Word, and we start standing up in the Word. And so when we start standing up in the Word, uh, we, we were talking about miracles last week. I, I saw seven miracles on the stage uh, Wednesday night. We pray for them, and if we pray and we believe, we will receive. Amen? Amen. But you see, it's the unbelief that, that gets us off of it. So if he's the vine and we're the branches and we stay pl plugged into the vine, the branches bear the fruit, but we have to stay in the vine. We have to stay in the Word. We have to feed the Spirit with the Word. Then we, we learn to be happy clappies, not frozen chosen. I'm not, pick, I'm not picking on the Baptists because, you see, if they're forced, they can't be against us. You see, they just hadn't got it yet. They hadn't been have the baptism and filled with the Spirit. Now, they have the Spirit unto salvation, but they haven't been filled, so they can't get excited, you see, and they can't stand on, stand on the Word of God. And, and I, I, want, I want to share with you sometimes, I, I hear people uh, talking about uh, uh, claiming the promises, each one of you probably drove or, or rode in a car today to church. 
You see, I don't believe that when you leave the church, I say, well, you, uh, Brother Joe, you're going to have to go claim your car. You say, no, Brother Larry, that's my car. I don't have to claim it. It's mine. Right. You see, you have all the promises of God, and I'm telling you, when you feed that spirit, you don't have to claim it. When God says, I can, that means that you can. You don't have to claim it. You have it. Amen? Amen. Missed a good spot for one there. But if it's yours, I'm telling you, you don't have to claim it. It's yours, and we have to feed that spirit. He said, just preach the word. We have to feed that spirit. Feed that tiger and let him grow. Kill the flesh. Don't feed the flesh. What's born of flesh is flesh. What's born of spirit is spirit. God wants us to feed this spirit because we're his sons. And the way to live the Christian life is to allow Christ to live in us, in and through us. And the only way that you're going to allow Christ to be out of you is you get plugged into that vine. You get plugged into the Word. You start feeding, 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 feeding. And I'm telling you, the fruits on the vine will start growing because that's what God wants to do. And he said, greater things will you do than these things that he's, he's done. The greater things that, that we're going to do is see we're more broad because we've received the Spirit. But you see... We quench the Spirit. We grieve the Holy Spirit because we don't feed it. And you see, even if we do feed it sometimes, the preacher preaches a good message and he preaches from the Word. But you see, when the branches were broken off, even the natural branches, and we're the, we're the ones that have been grafted in, the Bible says they were broken off because of unbelief, because they don't believe the Word. They heard the Word. They know the Word. But you see, they don't believe the Word. And you see, the Bible says if we confess with our mouth that Jesus is Lord and we believe in our heart that God raised him from the dead, he didn't say we believe in our mind, we believe in our heart. Right. You see, the heart, we, we just need to start feeding, feeding, feeding the mind with the heart, with, with, that, with that word of God. But you see, I say that to say this. If we confess with our mouth that Jesus is Lord and we believe in our heart, why did he say believe in the heart and not in the mind? And he says that you will be saved. You see, most people that you talk today talk to today, they say that they're a Christian and they believe that they're saved. You see, I believe that I'm saved. But it's a true belief because the Word, and I fed the Spirit with the Word, and I believe that. But yet, yet, when we go to talking about miracles, here we go, here, here's the contrast. When we go to talking about miracles, and he said the promises... He says, you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. And he said, these signs will follow, these miracle signs. If, if, you, if you cast out demons, they will. You, you can cast them out. But you see, we believe unto salvation. But you see, I don't believe that we believe unto miracles. I believe it's the unbelief. Now, I believe if you ask that you will receive. But you have to ask in, in faith. And you see... You're, 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 no, you're no greater uh, than your confession of faith. If you confess it, your faith, but yet you, you have doubt and unbelief and, and you're double-minded about it, you right. say you believe, but you don't, you're right. not going to receive. That's, right. That's why you don't receive. You know, when, when uh, Jesus' disciples were trying to cast out demons and they came to him privately and they said, Lord, why can't we cast them out? Why can't we cast them out? He says, it's because of your unbelief. Right. It's because of your unbelief. So when we get the word in here, 
in our, in our spirit, we'll go, we'll go to believe in that word. We'll go to walking in that word. We'll go to talking in that word. And when, you know, he, he, he bore all our sickness and all our disease and all that, and, and by his stripes we've been healed, and we wonder why we come down, we don't get healed because you come down with unbelief. So, so I'm, not, I'm not a cheerleader, but I'm encouraging you to, to feed the spirit with the word and believe the word. Don't be double-minded about it. Because you've come, you've come down, what you ought to say is God said yes, and you said, well, I don't know, maybe. No, God said yes. He said, by his stripes you are healed. Right. And so you need to walk in that. Don't just talk in it. You need to walk in it. And you see, we're called out to be a peculiar people. And you see, those people out there, we don't have to put, we don't have to put a sign on the marquee to say we're having a revival. I'm telling you, we have a true revival when we really meet with God. That we don't have to put it on the sign. They're going to want to come in here and know what we got because we're going to have something different. You see, and we do have things different than, than the world. And so I just wonder today, I just wonder today what the church would be, be like, what the church would be like today if believers appropriated God's word, if we just, if we just took God for his word and we appropriated that word through the Holy Spirit, I just wonder what the church would be like today. You see, it wouldn't be dead it would be alive if we just took God at his word. It'd be alive. It'd be alive. And you see, that's what God wants to see. But you see, we got to start feeding that spirit in us. And we got to not only feed it, you see, we got to believe it. You, you grow when you feed the flesh. And if you don't feed the flesh, I promise you, you won't, won't grow. But when you feed this tiger, this, this spirit tiger, you ain't going to sit down because it's going to be standing up uh, in you. So I just wonder, I just wonder, and that question's to you, could you just imagine if we took God at his word, if he said we'd believe, we'd receive. He said if we want to cast out demons, cast out sickness, we could, we could do all those things. We could heal the sick. We could make the lame walk. And you, and you say, well, uh, you know, I, I prayed that prayer, but uh, I need more faith. God said he'd give all a measure of faith. If God used the measuring scoop, you don't need any more. And he said, oh, he, he told his disciples, oh, ye of little faith. And he said, all we need is faith of a mustard seed, the smallest, smallest of seed. And I don't believe they had that much of faith. So they didn't need any more. They just, need, uh, they just needed the mustard seed faith. And if we have that mustard seed faith, God's going to grow that. But, it, but it's not the amount of faith. It's the nature of faith we have. Whether it's genuine faith or whether it's just a superficial faith. You see, I'm just trying to encourage you today, uh, people. I'm, I'm trying to encourage you to grow because as I've told Pastor Brown, I've seen a spiritual awakening going on in this church. And it's only because of the preaching of the Word. You see, God don't need me to preach it because, you, you see, if I don't preach it, God's going to raise up somebody that will. But He needs us. When we preach it, He needs you to believe it. Yes. You see, the Bible says don't be wise in your own, own opinions. So if you've a formed opinion about something, what I always ask the question, what does the Word say? What does the Word say? What does the Word say? And the Apostle Paul was trying to unveil a mystery to the church at Ephesus. 
But you see, you can't understand that mystery until you receive the Spirit. And once again, I said we, 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 we understand it unto salvation because when I ask you, you say, yeah, I'm saved. I'm saved. I'm going to go to heaven. Well, how do you know? Because you believe the Word. You didn't doubt it. Because I said, well, no, no, he ain't. No, he ain't. You say, well, that's what the Word says. Right. Well, you see, when you want to get healed, you have to say, you have to speak to the Word right. and let the Word speak through you. That's right. what the Word says. Yes. Who backs up the Word? The author of the Word. Right. Who's the author of the Word? His name is God. The only way you come to Him is through Jesus. Yes. How are you going to get to Him? How are you going to work miracles? By the authority that you've been given in the name of Jesus. But you have to speak the Word. God said, Larry, just speak the word. Just speak the word. Y'all going to get tired of hearing about the word. But if you get tired of hearing about it and start using it and doing it and walking in it, yes. I'm going to tell you by what the word says, you're, you're going to walk in the power and the ability and the same power that Jesus Christ and the same healing power that he had. He didn't just give it to Brother Brown. He didn't give it just to JoJo or Shane. He said he's no respecter of person. He shows no favoritism. So what, it, what, what stops it is a desire. You see, you don't have a desire, and what stops it is a belief. You don't really have a belief. I'm not mad. I'm not angry. <laughs> I, I remember what uh, Mama Glow, and, and I like that name. I, I don't know her that well, but I like that name because, you see, we ought to be called Christians at Glow. Yeah. Yep. I like that. But I, I remember she, she, she said... Uh, uh, when Brother Jojo was, was preaching, he, he uh, uh, seemed to be angry. I, I, I'm not angry. I, I'm stirred. I'm stirred. And I believe that's the way Brother Jojo uh, may get. He's stirred. And you see, us, us as Christians, if we're not stirred up uh, the Word of God, shame on us. Shame on us. When I try to start a fire in my fireplace in the morning, there's a few coals there, and I have to stir them up to get the fire. And I believe that's what Brother Bro Jojo does. You know, when the prophet Jeremiah was, was, uh, was whining and, and crying, you know why it was? Because he's seen where, where they were headed for. He's seen the road that they were headed down, the road that leads to the path of destruction. He saw that. So, once again, it's not, it, it's not the, uh, the faith that we, that we have, how much we have. We don't, we don't need any more than what God's already given. We just need to act upon that faith. Faith comes by hearing, as we know, hearing by the Word of God. So faith comes by getting acquainted with the Father through the Word, not in just studying the Word alone. They're dying because of lack of knowledge. You see, Brother, Brother Brown preaches all the time. He, he wants you to grow in the Word. And you see, I, I hear his heartbeat because he has a heartbeat of Christ. And I understand why he wants you to grow in the Word because if you have knowledge of the Word and you see we have all the authority and power to, to the, the, the enemy is already defeated, but we don't walk in it. We study it, but we don't walk in it. So we don't need any more. We just need genuine faith. Right. Doing the Word, practicing the Word, and letting the Word live in us. You see, I understand this is hard for sense knowledge folks to believe because you see if you're led and fed by the senses and not by the heart by the regenerate generate spirit you won't understand it the way to destroy unbelief is to become acquainted with the great father god and his son jesus jesus christ you see unbelief is a product of ignorance of the word unbelief is a product of ignorance of the word See, if we really know the Word and really believe the, believe the Word, we won't have unbelief. So 
I, I just encourage you today, food rejuvenates the body. The word rejuvenates the spirit. So allow the word to speak to your spirit. You've got all the faith that you need. You just need to walk in that, in that faith that you have. First Corinthians 3.18. You see, once again, talking to the spirit and the sense knowledge, folks, this is hard for them to believe. The sense knowledge folks can't believe in faith. They believe in what they hear in the universities and everything else, and some of that's good if it's of the flesh, but not of the spirit. You see, they don't understand those things because the Bible says it's foolishness to them. So 1 Corinthians 3.18, let no one deceive himself. Let no one deceive himself. If anyone among you seems to be wise in this age, let him become a fool. God says, in this age, if you believe in it, let you become a fool that he may become wise. Let you become a fool that you may become wise. And it's the things of God. It's the things of the word. For the wisdom of this world is foolishness to God. The wisdom of this world. So the wisdom of the world says God can't heal you. The wisdom of the world says there is no, no salvation. That's foolishness uh, to God. And, it's, and to, to the ones dying, it's foolishness. But to us, it's not. Well, my glasses are ringing a bell. Ephesians 3 and 14 through verses 21 and I'm going to point out some things here because you see the Apostle Paul was trying to, uh, to open up a mystery to the people. He said, For this reason I bow my knees to the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, for whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named. The, the whole family in heaven and earth is named through Jesus Christ. There's no, no other way to, to come other than through Jesus Christ. That he would grant you, he would grant you according to the riches of his glory, Philippians 4.19, according to the riches of his glory, to be strengthened with might through what? Through the knowledge? No, he said through might, through his spirit, in what? In the inner man. So God's talking to that born again inner man. And sense knowledge, I'm telling you, sense knowledge people can't understand this. God's speaking to the inner man. If you be in Christ Jesus, you be made a new creation. You see, the word if is a conditional statement. If you are in Christ Jesus, you be made a new creation. Brother, Brother Brown, Brother Jojo, Brother Shane, most of you are new creations, but you still look like you used to look, but you shouldn't talk like you used to talk and walk like you used to uh, walk and be like you used to be, and you won't be if that spirit is born, born again. And it's talking to, about the inner man. The outer man is perishing, but the inner man is being renewed day by day. Okay, so those kind of things uh, stand, stand out to me that we be strengthened through the might, might through his spirit in the inner man, that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith, through sense knowledge. No, he said through faith, that you may be rooted and grounded in love. If you have the spirit of Christ in you, I'm telling you, if you truly do, 
Not that it'll always perfect itself, but the spirit of love is going to come out. Now, we have to work on some of those things a lot of times as God uh, convicts us of it, and we don't always walk in that, but if we're his, his children, he'll chasten us when we're not walking in it, and we'd rather have a beating from anybody as we had a beating from God. Amen? You know, I know he's, he's dealt with me in those areas because the old flesh would just rise up, and then I'd have to just put it down by the spirit. And it's not, a, it's, not a, it's not a good thing to go through when you do that. That we may be able, so he's talking to the inner man, that we may be able to comprehend. You see, that's what I'm talking to you today, people. Not sense knowledge people, but spirit-filled people for you to feed that little tiger called the spirit and keep feeding it the word, the word, the word, the word. Feed it the word so you may comprehend with all the saints what is the width and the length and the depth and the height. You can't even measure it what God's got in store for him. To know the love of Christ, which passes, what? It passes knowledge. So if you're going to comprehend it, it's got to pass the knowledge and you've got to feed it by the Spirit. I, I, know this, I know this is tough, but I'm telling you, when you get the revelation of it, when you get the revelation of the Spirit and, and put away that old, old self and be, be not conformed to the patterns of the world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. You see... You got a new spirit, but you didn't get a new mind, so you have to feed that spirit with the word. Just preach the word. Right, so you got to feed it with the word. And I'm telling you, you see, God sheds these lights on these passages of scripture, and these little words stand out to me, and I get excited about these words. Yes. Because you see, God's talking to my spirit, and I know that I'm a son of God. I know I'm a son of the most high. And I know the only way I could come to God was through what Jesus Christ did. You see, religion says, what can I do in relationship? I see them each and every week. Relationship says, thank you, Lord, for what you've done. That's why we lift up holy hands, because we're thanking the Lord. It's not something that we have to do. It's something that he's already done. If you can comprehend that, I don't know why in the world or how you could not get excited about it. He said, it's nothing but the blood. I heard someone say it this morning. It's nothing but the blood. that you may be filled with, not some of it, but you may be filled with all the fullness of God. Right. What can take my sins away? Nothing but the blood. We draw near to Christ by the blood, by the blood. See, sense knowledge, folks, I'm telling you, you can't understand that. But as you come to salvation believing it, if you'll believe it by, by, your, spirit, by your spirit, you're going to receive all the fullness of God, and you're going to start walking in it, talking in it, and, and I'm telling you, Pastor Brown says, if you hang around a painter, you're going to get paint. And I'm telling you, if you hang around a true Christian, you're going to get it on you. Right. Amen? Right. Because it's, it, it just can't stay in you. It's got to come out. Right. So we get, we get defeated and all that because we don't believe the Word. You see, God didn't come to rob, kill, and destroy. Right. You see, anything that come to defeat you, it wasn't sent by God. But if you go to believe in the Word, you can defeat whatever was sent to rob, kill, and destroy because that's where the adversary came. And we can defeat that only by the Word. The Word. And receive the whole fullness of God and understand the width, the length, and the depth that God has for us. Now, we always quote this verse right here. And I want to share with you people with sense knowledge can't understand this. We quote this word. Ephesians 3.20, Now to him who is able to do exceedingly, abundantly above all that we ask or think according to what? The power 
that works in us. Is it sense, knowledge, power that works in us? Absolutely not. It's that, that born again, Nicodemus said, what did I go into my mother's womb? Lord Jesus says, heavens, no, you don't do that. You got to get born again by the Spirit. Once again, what's flesh is flesh, and what's of the Spirit is of the Spirit, according to the power that works in us. You see, you don't have any uh, uh, power to defeat darkness, but the Spirit in you, the Christ that lives in you, does have power to defeat darkness. The power that works in you, good heavens, now to him who is able to do exceedingly and abundantly above all can you think of some of the things that you've asked and thought? But you see, when you ask them and think them in the, in the flesh and not, not in, the, in the spirit, it's not the flesh that works in you. It's the spirit by the, by the power of the spirit that works in you. So if you ask, God's going to do exceedingly and abundantly more than you can ask or think by the power of the spirit that works in you. And, and people, I, I just want you to get a grip of, of the spirit today. And, and you can't not be excited when you let that spirit rise up in you, when you're sitting down and with the frozen chosen and that spirit rises up in you, I promise you, you, you got to get up. That's why we get up here. And, and I, I know that's why a mighty move of God is going to work here because, you see, I see the people that come to the altars. I see the people that are hungry for the things of God. And that's, that means the word. And, 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 and since I've been here, since I've been here, and, and probably was happening before I got here, the Word's being preached. And I'm telling you, when the Word is preached, when the Word is walked, when the Word is talked, God is going to bless that. Yes. He can't not bless it because right. His Word says it and He will. Right. Right. And He's always true to His Word. And nothing, we, we quote this all the time, nothing is impossible with God. But we come down wanting healing and then we leave doubting. It's not impossible with God, but it's by the power that works in us. And it's that spirit power that I'm talking about. Sense knowledge, folks, I know you ain't going to get it. You ain't going to get it until you start feeding that spirit. When you start feeding that spirit and God gives you a revelation, you'll get it. And you'll walk down shouting, talking, you'll come down. And I'm telling you, if a family member, when you, when you get it, if you've got a family member out there and he's sick and he needs healing, you'll lay hands on him. Yes. You'll lay hands on him. You'll lay hands on him. Mark 9 and 38. Now John answered him saying, Teacher, we saw someone who does not follow us casting out demons. He said, well, it's only for the apostles. I've heard that. You wasn't named in them. No, I wasn't. But God's not a respecter of person. He shows favoritism to no one. And they said, we saw someone that not, 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 doesn't follow us casting out demons in your name. You see, you can't cast them out other than in Jesus' name. And when you learn that authority, when your spirit learns that authority, you can cast them out in Jesus' name. And they said, we forbid him. You know what Jesus said? He said, don't, don't, for, for, don't forbid him, even though he doesn't follow us. Don't forbid him, for no one who works a miracle in my name can soon afterwards speak evil of me. Wow, it wasn't the apostles that did it. For he who is not against us is for us. Mark uh, 16, 17, 18, and he said, you see, people get this, and these signs will follow those who believe. These signs will follow those who believe. So what's the key to faith? It's not the amount of faith. It's the nature of the faith that you have. Yes, that's right. It's, it is belief. And these will follow those who believe. He said, in my name they will cast out demons. 
In whose name? The church's name? Pastor Brown's name? No, he said in Jesus' name they will cast out demons. In Jesus' name, he didn't say they might. He said in Jesus' name they will speak with new tongues. You see, it may be gibberish to other people, but it's a language to God. When I hear, when I hear Mexicans or Chinese uh, talk, it's gibberish to me, but in their language, they understand it. You see, when God gives you this gift of speaking in tongues, you're speaking to him in a language that he understands, all knowing that he understands them all. Right. But this is a special language between you and him. And it said, they will take up serpents. I, I remember in the Garden of Eden, you see, uh, Satan was, uh, was a serpent. I mean, that's, you know, the Bible talks about him being a, being a serpent. So I'm, I'm like Pastor Brown. I, I, I think it's foolish. I think you've got to separate faith from ignorance. I think it's foolish to go pick up a rattlesnake. And I don't think that's what God was talking about. Because he, he gave you not the spirit of fear, but a power of love and a sound mind. If he gives you a sound mind, I believe you've got to sign him out enough not to go pick up a snake. So we have to separate faith from ignorance. But he said, they will take up servants. And, and, and I want to think of serpents as taking up demons. You know, that's that, that just me. That's Larry's translation. That, that's just me. And uh, so I'm not trying to be wise in my own opinion, but that's just me. But the Bible says they will take up serpents. And he said, if they drink anything deadly, it will. Boy, I like to point out the words. It will. It will. All of us know what will, will means. We know what if means. If is conditional. It will by no means hurt them. They will lay hands on the sick, and they will recover. What, what, what part of that we don't get? The only part we don't get cause it, is believing it in the flesh, sense knowledge, folks, spirit-fed, folks, spirit-led. If you're spirit-fed, you'll be spirit-led. So how do we feed the spirit? Feed it by the colleges? No, you feed, you feed uh, uh, to the colleges. This is foolishness, but it works. It works. You just got to walk in it and you got to believe it. You see, there's a, there's a many churches today that preach it and they don't even believe it. They don't even believe it. That's what I like about here. And that's why I know there's going to be a mighty move of God here. I'm not prophesying, but I know there's going to be a mighty move of God here because the word is being preached. There's no doubt you believe it because I see it. I see the hunger week after week after week and the altars being filled. And so this message was right on time and you're not here by accident because this message is right on time, because once again, you see, God, God had to have somebody to come tell him that, look, all you have to do is believe. You see, we talk about the old Pentecostal movement. I want them to talk about the new Pentecostal movement. And the, and, the, and, and the old Pentecostal movement, it was exciting. I know it had to be exciting back then, but you know what it was? You see, they didn't have all this sense knowledge. They believed in the Word, and the Word worked because it's backed up by the authority of who? It's backed up by the authority of God and the author of the Word. His Word was given to us by revelation of, of Him to us, His heart to our heart. And all we have to do is simple. But you see, we miss it. Salvation is simple, but we miss it. You see, religion says, what can I do? Relationship says, thank you for what you have done. And the Bible says, once again, you know it, Romans 10, 9 through 13, if we confess with our mouth and believe in our heart that God raised him from the dead, that you will be saved. It didn't say you might. And then after that, you go to feeding the Spirit, and you are going to cast out demons in whose name and authority that you have backed up by Jesus Christ yes. that has all authority and all the power. And you see... He, he says in the Great Commission, he says, go out and make disciples, teaching them to obey all the things that I have, com I have commanded you, that all, all authority had been given to him in heaven and on earth. 
So if all authority had been given to him, we have the ability to use that authority by the recreated and the born-again spirit that we have. We have the same spirit he had. He worked by the Holy Spirit. We have the Holy Spirit, and the Trinity is wrapped, wrapped, wrapped three in one, and, and, and I like to think of it as a rope. I, I, I didn't know for years how to explain the Trinity, but I think of it as a rope and a three-cord rope. A three-cord rope is stronger than, a, in, than one chain because the chain is only strong as the weakest link. Okay, so God knew, knew what he was doing. So, so the Trinity is like a rope. When we say go get the rope, we don't say go get those three ropes, but there's three cords in that rope. And you see, when we have, we have the Son, we have the Father and the Comforter that come to lead us into all truth. And all truth is only, you can only grasp all truth by the Word, by the Word. And God's going to do exceedingly abundantly more than you can ask or think when you get the Word in you and the Word starts coming out of you. The only way to live the Christian life is to allow Christ to live in and through you. Yes, I'm almost through. Yep. If you want God to honor you, then be the kind of person who honors God, honors Him by consistently, consistently, daily, daily acting on your faith. And you see, God didn't call us to be part-time Christians and God didn't call us to be actors. He didn't call us to be actors. He didn't call us to be superficial Christians. When people think that you're crazy for believing the Word, just let them think that you're crazy. And you see, by your talk and your walk, they're watching you and they're going to want some of it. They're going to say, hey, man, whatever he's got, I don't know what it is. It goes totally against the things of the world because God said the things of the world are foolishness. The world says the things of God is foolish, and I believe we're an assembly that just trusts God. Amen? So feed the word to your spirit and don't believe what the mind unless it's been transformed by the renewing of the word. And when it's been that, I'm telling you, you'll get up, you'll jump up, uh, Man, you'll go to dancing and shouting and cross the stage, and I wish I could do it, uh, dance and shout. I, I'd do it, but I can't do either one of them. I used to try to dance when I was in the flesh, and I couldn't do it then. I can't do it now. But I can get excited about the things of God. And so once again, I, I'm, not, I'm, not a, I'm not a cheerleader, uh, church, and God didn't need me to come preach this message. It's not about me. As Brother Jojo said this morning, I remember when I come to the cross. Now the cross is not behind me. The world is behind me, and the cross is in front of me. I remember that he saved a wretch like me and all of us think that we're the worst of the sinners and Paul killed Christians and I didn't kill them other than with my mouth. I thought this was foolishness at one time till God took the scales off my eyes and he showed me it wasn't foolishness that, and I'm thankful for it. And that's why I lift up hands to God and I'm going to walk in his glory. I'm going to walk in his expectation and I'm going to walk in all his goodness. And I know that if I ask for the Father of anything, anything that I ask that I will receive, and I only know that by the Word. And you see, I, I, I don't claim the Word today. I have the Word today. I don't have to go claim my car in the parking lot. I have it. So we don't have to claim the promises of God. If you're a child of God, you have the promises of God. All you've got to do, you're no greater than your confession. So if you, if you come down and confess and you walk away with disbelief, you might as well not just wasted the effort to come down because you're going to have to feed that flesh when you get home for the energy that expelled coming down. So feed the Spirit and feed the Spirit only by the Word. You see, we're going to open up the altars in a, in a minute, and I, and I believe if you have a need, and we did that this morning, but I believe that if you have a need, I believe that God's going to meet your need right here at the altar. I shared, I shared last week that you're either at the altar or you're in the gate. 
The gate is where, the gate of compromise when you've compromised God's word in, in some way. Once you compromise his word, I'm telling you, you're going to want to get out of church, you're going to want to get away from believers, and you're going to want go to go to that cold, dark place and stay there. But I'm telling you today, whatever you've done, you don't have to stay there. Even if you have compromised God's word, you can always come back to the altar. And that means come back to Jesus. He is the author and perfecter of our faith. And so he, he won't leave you like you come. He said he is faithful and just to forgive you and cleanse you. So whatever you've done, he said he'll cast it as far as from the east as the west, and he'll remember them no more. And I'm going to tell you, God knew what he was doing when he said east and west because he could have said north to south. Because if you take a compass and you, and you head north, as soon as you go over the north pole, guess what the compass is going to do? It's going to flip to south. See, I'm a pilot, and that's the only way I know this. But if you, if you head west, and that's east, but if you head east or if you head west, he said he'll cast it as far as the east is from the west. And he put his hands, and he said, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. So he knew you did it in ignorance, but he'll cast it as far as the east is from the west and remember it no more. I'm telling you, Pastor Brown, if we get in the airplane and we start heading west, if we don't turn around, we'll be going west forever and ever. It's an eternity. So I'm telling you, our God knew what he was talking about when he said he cast it as far as the eastern from west. You don't believe it? Take your compass and go to the North Pole. As soon as you cross over, I bet you'll be headed south. I ain't real smart, but I know that. <laughs> Amen. God, God, don't need, God don't need my smartness, and he, he don't need me. But he said, Larry, he said, if you preach it, and they don't believe it. You preach it in a way that they believe that you believe it. Right. I'm telling you, I'm willing to take a shot for the Lord. Yeah. I'm willing to die for him because I know what he did for me. If you know what he's done for you and he ain't through with you, he's just started. If you know what he's done for you and what he's going to do for you, I'm telling you, as the altar's open, would you come down if you need right. healing? I'm telling you, there's some godly men here that will lay hands on you. I believe because the word says you'll get healed. I believe if you have some kind of bad spirit in you because the word says that it will leave in Jesus' name. I believe that, Pastor Brown.